On LinkedIn, there is a technique to acquiring an impressive list of recommendations. There's also a technique to building high quantities of endorsements on a limited number of skill sets. It's fun, it's easy, and it can help you nurture and build your digital friendships. Keep listening and I will spill my secret sauce. You're listening to a LinkedIn mini-series created by Vertforce, the virtual workforce. I'm Vertforce founder and active duty military spouse, Kimber Hill. In the last two years, I've helped over 2,000 virtual career seekers land remote jobs, and I'm here to help you too. In this series, I teach you how to launch a stellar LinkedIn profile that will command attention in the remote workspace and help you get hashtag hired or hashtag promoted. When you get a recommendation or an endorsement on LinkedIn, it means that someone took the time out of their day to think about you. Time is really our most valuable asset, isn't it? Meanwhile, these recommendations can be incredibly powerful when you're job hunting on LinkedIn. So how do we get more of our friends and colleagues to invest their time in giving us recommendations and endorsements? Well, in short, my answer is reciprocity, but there's more to it than a one-word answer. So I'm going to give you and teach you my step-by-step method to giving and receiving reciprocity in this episode. Let's get started right now. All right, students, let's get started. So first, what are endorsements and recommendations on LinkedIn? So the endorsements, if you can relate them to anything, I would relate them to skills on your resume, skills and technologies. And we talked about this in our previous module where the endorsements on LinkedIn can actually be broken down into multiple categories like industry specific and tools and technologies. And I gave you specific strategies for how many skills you should have and how to really focus on getting the volume of endorsements high on a limited amount of endorsement skill of skills to be endorsed. So let me say that again. We want high volume endorsements, meaning we want 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 people endorsing you on a limited number of skills to be endorsed. So I told you maximum 20 to 25 skills on your endorsement section because if you've got 50, you look like you don't specialize in anything. You look like you're trying to look like you can do everything. When you've got 20 to 25, you look like an expert who specializes in specific areas. And that's the kind of you we want out there on LinkedIn. Recommendations, similar but different. They are literally like writing a letter of recommendation for someone that they can take to an interview with them or take to a job application process, except the whole world can see it and read it. A recommendation should be a testimony of someone who has worked with you previously and their work experience with you. 
So who gives us endorsements and recommendations? Colleagues and peers, people you trust, people you know, like, and trust. And the best endorsements, in my opinion, come from people who are very active on LinkedIn because they are generating their own following of people who know, like, and trust them. And then they are then giving you reputation, giving you positive reputation points by leaving you a recommendation. How do we get endorsements and recommendations? You, this is my secret sauce, okay? And other people are probably doing it too, so I can't fully claim this is Kimber's patented secret sauce, but I don't like just going to ask someone for an endorsement or a recommendation because I believe in the concept of reciprocity. So reciprocity means uh, giving and receiving, right? Um, that's the, the, the simplest form of that word. So what I want to teach you to do is in order to acquire endorsements and recommendations, I want you to give them first, then turn around and ask for them. So I'm going to teach you in this lesson how to give great endorsements and recommendations and then how to request it how to request that reciprocity. So first, I want you to make a list of people who you want to endorse and or recommend. All right? So what we're doing here is we're thinking about anyone we've worked with who's on LinkedIn, and we're thinking about people in our contact list who have LinkedIn profiles. This can be friends. This can be people you've actually worked with. You don't necessarily have to have had a professional encounter with them to know that they're good at their job, right? Your cousin could be a real estate agent. You could know that they're great at being a real estate agent and go recommend them for being a real estate agent. Write them a review based on what you know about them, right? You don't have to have had a hands-on, face-to-face, very tangible or tactile Uh, business interaction with them to be able to leave a recommendation about who they are as a person and who they are as a professional. So once you have that list, I want you to then contact everyone on the list very briefly. You know, it does not have to be um, a monologue. Just reach out to them and say, I'm working on LinkedIn and I want to write a recommendation for you. Is there anything specific that you would like mentioned or you would like to be endorsed for. So the writing of the recommendation is going to be the most time intensive. Leaving of endorsements is very quick. Writing in a, a recommendation is going to take you five to 10 minutes, right? Leaving an endorsement you can do in under 30 seconds. So depending on how long your list is of people that you want to recommend, or you want to endorse, you may want to say, for these people, I don't know them that well, so I'm just going to go leave them endorsements. So when you're contacting them, you may say, hey, I'm on your LinkedIn profile. Is there something I can endorse you for? And then they'll tell you, yes, endorse me for this skill. Endorse me for that skill. But please don't endorse me for customer service. I don't want to be endorsed for that. Meanwhile, the people that you want to write recommendations for Ask them, is there a specific 
skill that you have? Is there a specific way that you do business that you would like called out in your recommendation that would be beneficial for you? And this is going to take a couple of days, all right? You're not going to be able to sit down and knock this out all in one hour because it takes time to care about someone else. It takes time to invest in what's important to them and then turn around and deliver. But I promise you it will be worth your while because you will get just as many heartfelt responses and heartfelt recommendations and endorsements in return. So step three here is actually give the goods. Take the time, get a Word document up, take the time, go down your list and write those recommendations and go to LinkedIn and then post them in the recommendations of other people's profiles. Let them know that you've done it because LinkedIn, the way that it works is when you send a recommendation, it does not automatically populate on that person's profile. LinkedIn will give them a little notification that says you've received a recommendation, you need to review it. So then the owner of the LinkedIn profile has to review the recommendation, and if they like it, they can approve it and post it to their LinkedIn profile. If they don't like it, they can reject it, right? Uh, I, I don't think you're going to have any experiences where your recommendation gets rejected, so don't worry about that. But you need to let them know that you've done that because if they're not very plugged into LinkedIn that day or that week, they may completely miss that notification and miss that you have recommended them. So give the goods, notify them that you gave the goods. Hey, I wrote you a recommendation. So when you are finished and you're notifying them, I wrote your recommendation or I sent your endorsements, what I want you to do then is ask for the recommendation and the return. Ask for the recommendation back. Say, I did this for you. Would you mind taking the time to do this for me? Feel free to explain why. Feel free to say, I am on the career market. I am looking for a job. I know recommendations are powerful and beneficial. Could you do this for me too? And because you've already done it for them, they are more quickly going to return the favor for you. Um, So there's a difference between coming to the table and saying, hi, could you do this for me? I'm looking for a job. It's not going to be on the forefront of their mind and saying, hey, I just did this for you. Could you please turn around and do this for me too? Because I'm on the career market looking for a job. You're going to experience a quicker response from the people who you're collaborating with. So now I want to talk to you about how to give a good recommendation because When you give a good recommendation, you will get a good recommendation in return, right? What we don't want to happen is for you to turn to a friend or colleague or a peer and say, hey, could you give me a recommendation? And they write two or three sentences that says, oh, Kimber's great. I worked with her a few years ago, and uh, when we worked together, she was a joy to be around. See, that doesn't give us any value. That doesn't tell us anything about what Kimber did in that job, right? But if you set the standard by writing that recommendation first and you write a good one, you're going to get a good one in return because they're going to read the recommendation that you wrote for them and they're going to think, this is so nice. This is such a great recommendation. I better write one just as good back. So how do we write a a good one? I have a 
three to four part formula on here on screen and I'm going to bring that up for you now. So first, state how you know them. And this should not be, this is my cousin, right? Or this is my girlfriend. We're not going to talk about our personal relationship. We're going to talk about how we know them professionally. The second part is we're going to talk about what they did for you or what they've done around you that you've experienced. The third part is we're going to state why it impressed us. And then the fourth part is you're going to state what you would recommend them for. The fourth part is optional. Uh, I definitely include it or try very hard to include what I would recommend them for in every recommendation that I write. But sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I don't know exactly which direction to point for that fourth component. So you can be a little flexible on that. And now on screen, I'm bringing up a good example of a recommendation I wrote for Michelle. And I picked Michelle because she participated in the creation of this course. And you went through LinkedIn Launchpad with her. So uh, you know her a little bit already. So you kind of have a concept of who she is. So the one I wrote for Michelle is, I work with Michelle Corbett in compiling the hashtag hired success story episodes of the Vertforce podcast. Michelle conducts all interviews with the subjects of the episodes, manages the recording and production of the success stories, and she manages the editor's timeline and produces all of the supplemental written and virtual content to share the stories with our audience. Originally, Michelle's involvement was limited to writing summaries of the interviews, so I was impressed with her ability and willingness to adopt the full cycle of the production life cycle of this mini-series. She rose to the demands of the role and consistently produces quality content, I would recommend her as a reliable resource for any full cycle production role in podcasting. Okay, so let's break that down just a little bit. How do you know them? I stated how I know her. She works on the Vertforce podcast. She compiles the hashtag hired success story episodes. What does she do? I specifically called out a lot of her responsibilities producing supplemental and visual content, um, managing the recordings, managing the production, managing the editor. I kind of called out each of these competencies that she does in this role. What did she do to impress me? I gave a little bit of backstory that we initially hired Michelle just to do some writing. We initially hired her to do writing of the summaries of the shows, but then... She rose to the challenge. She stepped up and started doing full life cycle production of this mini series. So that impressed me. And I used the word impressed. She impressed me. And then finally, I included that fourth component of what I would recommend her for. And so I just stated here, I would def- definitely recommend her for doing for duplicating this process for any other organization, she can handle the full life cycle of producing a podcast. She understands it. So that's a really good recommendation. We've hit those four components. So if you write one to this caliber for your list, you're going to receive them in this caliber in return. But let's 
put in some safety measures here to make sure that you do. When you complete the recommendation for your friend or your contact, remember to reach out and say, I've just finished recommending you. Could you please do return the favor? I need you to be specific. Tell them exactly what you want to be recommended for. So here's another example. This is what I would say to Michelle after I left her this recommendation. Hey, Michelle, I just left you a recommendation on LinkedIn. I've requested a LinkedIn recommendation from you, and I was hoping you could mention some of the accomplishments we achieved on that curriculum development project we tackled together. Thank you so much for your help. You could go even more in depth here. You could say, I'm looking for a recommendation. And specifically, I want you to talk about that curriculum development project we worked on and how I handled the full editing process and how I also built the structure of the table of contents. These things, I believe, are what are important to my career search right now. Also, I'm looking for a job. I'm on the career hunt. So thank you for being quick. Thank you for writing this for me this week. I appreciate it. Be direct. Your friends and colleagues are not going to care. They're likely, when someone asks me for an introduction, excuse me, when someone asks me for a recommendation, I feel honored that they've come to me for that request. So having that and knowing that my me vouching for them means something to them, I appreciate that they're direct. You could go one step further here, Okay. And most of the time, if you're asking for a recommendation from a business owner, a CEO, a boss, or a manager, they are going to prefer that you do it this way. They are going to prefer that you write the recommendation for yourself and send it to them. I can't tell you, I could probably 10 of my previous managers and leaders in my life have had me do it this way. Because they do not have time. They just don't. They love you. They think the world of you. They know you're going places, but they do not have the time to sit down and write a recommendation for you. And once you, you can accept that and move past it, it used to, it used to bother me. I'm not going to lie. When I asked them for, someone for a recommendation and they didn't have the time to sit down and write one and they wanted me to write it, it would kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. But once you can accept how busy they are, Um, And think about it as an opportunity to toot your own horn in the way that you need it to be tooted. Uh, It's really a a blessing. So the third thing is you could say, hey, Michelle, I know you're incredibly busy. I have requested a recommendation from on LinkedIn from you. It's important to me that I have one from you. I wrote this recommendation for you. You can copy paste it as is, or you can tailor it, or you can totally write your own. Whatever works for you, but I just thought I would go the extra step and make sure that if you're very busy this week, I provide you the copy. Okay? that That's bold, right? That's going a step further than those other two, but I promise you it will get you that recommendation faster because they're going to glimpse at it, they're going to read it, and they're going to say, oh, I'm going to tweak a couple of things here and then copy-paste it into your recommendation for you. One other strategy, okay, one other strategy, which is kind of a happy medium in between, is to remind them of what you did for their organization, Someone did this for me when they asked me for a recommendation. Uh, One of our lead brand ambassadors at Vertforce a while back 
sent me a request for a recommendation and she said, just as a reminder, here are the major milestones and accomplishments that I made with the organization. And she had written sentences that I could copy and paste into a recommendation. And I also found that very helpful. Quickly, before we go out of this lesson, what I want to talk about is how to approach the subject of asking for recommendations from your current boss, from your current colleagues, um, when you're currently employed, so as to not give away that you are also career searching, all right? So the way that I like to do this is to incorporate it into my everyday life. Start casually mentioning LinkedIn to your colleagues and coworkers and just gently leave them recommendations and endorsements. So you don't have to say, I'm career hunting to ask for a recommendation. It's not weird for you to say, hey, uh, boss, manager, colleague, coworker, we just finished this project. I'm going to go endorse you for it on LinkedIn. Could you do the same thing for me when I'm finished? Just make it very casual, uh, very under the radar, just like it's a regular part of your life and that LinkedIn is something that is now that is something that you are now very interested in and you're interested in helping them on their LinkedIn and you would like to know if they could return the favor. So don't be afraid of that. You don't have to skip those people just because you're currently working with them. All right. We have wrapped up our first lesson of trekking LinkedIn. You're getting very close to being able to navigate LinkedIn and enjoy this LinkedIn journey and enjoy where it takes you. So premium users, premium subscribers, I want to remind you to head over to our community and get on that endorsement thread. We want you to list your URL to your LinkedIn profile and talk about what you'd like to be endorsed for. Talk about the kind of recommendations you're seeking. So share your LinkedIn, list what you want endorsed for, and dig in, reciprocity, dig in and offer endorsements to other people. Also, don't forget to review our library of recommended recommendations and recommended statements to help get this conversation going for you. You're listening to the freemium version of Rocket Remote. For the full course experience, subscribe at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. All right, VertForce, that wraps up this episode of our LinkedIn mini series. Thank you for listening. Corresponding images can be found on our Instagram. Our handle is at VertForce. And of course, I invite you to become a Rocket Remote student. In Rocket Remote, you get instant access to the launching LinkedIn video course and all other courses in our Rocket Remote school. Subscribe at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. If you have questions or you'd like to connect about the content in this episode, you can reach us at podcast at vertforce.us. Remember, all content produced on the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. Catch you in the next episode.